brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria... Can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that believes all of the Apollo missions actually happened. Apollo Creed. That is, this is Hysteria 51. You got the decision. Man, I won, but I didn't beat him. That's right. That's right. He won in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Apollo, that is. (laughs) Wasn't it better when Apollo was a bad guy? I mean, that, you know. uh, Well, better than a dead guy, I suppose. Anyway, we are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. My name is John Goforth, and alongside on this interstellar exploration are the silvery cerebrations of mr brent hand mm, i do love my cerebrations i'll tell you that right now and also i'm gonna tell you i'm calling it right now it's a fun one tonight <sighs> i'm getting grounded i'm getting back to my happy place that is space and aliens i thought your happy place was alone in your room where producer lisa couldn't bother you just last week you uh, said uh, enough out of you toaster shut the hell up before i turn your neural net into dental floss <laughs> I'm letting them get under my skin, Johnny. Anyway, these robots, John, out of the mouth of babes, am I right? Uh, Mr. Hand, as foul-mouthed and brutish as conspiracy bot is, in this case he is indeed correct. Last Wednesday at 47 p.m. you said the following. You know, you know, sometimes I just wish I could be left alone. None of you robots, no nagging from Lisa, just alone with my videos, my Diamond Dew, and some peach and fucking... Weird. <laughs> Kyle, it looks like you fell. If you don't play an audio, you're never supposed to record must have a negative effect on your neural pathways. Now don't do it again. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, that's it. He fell. He oh, fell. He tumbled. I fell and, and got this black eye. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering what all of that was, God the knows first I real- am. <laughs> The first robot, uh, who was actually less guilty in this case, was Conspiracy Bot. Uh, Brent created him to help produce this podcast. Instead, he just starts shit and drinks a lot. The second voice is the newly more intelligent Kyle. His name is Kyle. He's Seabot's coffee maker sidekick and is oddly more advanced since last week. And they're both about half a wrong move away from the smelter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't blame you there, but uh, and I'd be happy to take him off your hands again, Brent. But uh, Seabot keeps saying he wants to share his used chewing gum collection with me, and I haven't been vaccinated yet. So, eh, you know, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Anyway, Brent, tonight, as you mentioned, we do have a fun one about alleged UFOs. But before we get to it, 
there was just an alleged UFO in the news. I mean, like literally last week. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell us about it? Let's 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 cover it real quick. Yeah, this one is a topical. Um, as we are recording this on the twenty fifth. This actually happened on the twenty first. So uh, normally we record everything a lot of in advance. This one is is a little bit different, so we can be a little more topical. Of course, like you said, by the time it comes out, everyone's gonna be like, "What?" The yeah, that's why I, I said last week that was the I was not breaking the fourth wall, Brent. Uh oh, uh oh. On February twenty first, <laughs> American Airlines Flight twenty two ninety two was traveling from beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio, to Phoenix. Uh, when a pilot spotted a long cylindrical object, and this was actually first heard from a radio interceptor named Steve Douglas. He was listening into radio transmissions from flights and things like that, and he heard it, and he brought it to the public's attention first. And this has since been actually confirmed by American Airlines. There's been a yeah, few updates yeah. to this story. The, when the story first came out, it was um, it was you know, just it what was he just said, his word, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, I don't know. And American Airlines is like, Yep, that was ours. Yeah, in a statement, they said. Following a debrief with our flight crew and additional information received, we can confirm this radio transmission was from American Airlines Flight 2292 on Feb 21. For any additional questions on this, we encourage you to reach out to the FBI. <laughs> talk about passing the fucking buck right there, you know? Also, by the way, talk about talk about uh, ending many questions. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you have any other questions, we welcome you to reach out to the FBI. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And good. the interesting thing is what they said was this passed over their heads as they cruised at about 36,000 feet. And that's important, uh, which we'll get right back to. I want to play the audio short. It's like 14 seconds. Here's the yeah, entire awesome. trans transmission. Have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us that I hate to say this looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us. And then since this has happened, the FAA has released a statement on that. And it's a short one, too. Uh, the FAA said, a pilot reported seeing an object over New Mexico shortly after noon local time on Sunday, Feb 21, 2021. FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area on their radar scopes. So not much there as far as what they're saying. But the, the juicy part is the comments, at least coming from American Airlines, seem like it could be under investigation by the FBI. That's kind of the, the the interesting thing. And the FBI has stated that they are, quote, aware of the American Airlines pilots uh, report, but stopped short of committing to or confirming that they are they're going to do an investigation or that one is underway. Uh, so here's a response from FBI spokesperson Frank Connor. The FBI is aware of the reported incident. Our policy is to neither confirm nor deny investigations. The FBI works continuously with our federal, state, local, and tribal partners to share intelligence and protect the public. Anyone who's aware of suspicious or criminal activity should contact their local law enforcement agency or the FBI. Does that include <sighs> suspicious or criminal activity by aliens? Of all sorts, I'm willing to bet. I don't know. That's just bureau mumbo jumbo, you know. It is. It is. I mean, at least there's admission that, that they're aware of this. That's better than the normal refusal to even mention it. You know, normally they wouldn't even say anything. One item of note in this, though, it's it's not the first time something like this has been spotted by pilots in that exact area. In that area, yeah. yeah. And it's almost three years to the day. Uh, there was a 
a Learjet and an Airbus in the air both had consecutive close encounters with an unidentified object that flew over the top of them while cruising at 37,000 feet. And this is all over eastern Arizona at the time. So kind of the same height, kind of the same situation. The Lear pilot was actually flying for a military contractor, Phoenix Air at the time. And he told the local news outlets just how strange encounter was. And it was, he said it looked like a missile or a long, you know, those cigar shaped things. That could be a missile. That could be anything. That's a hell of a thing to see going over your head, John. A Tic Tac even? Hmm. It's also worth noting, it happened on 2-21-2021. I don't know why. I just thought that's a neat sounding date. There's things that have to be taken into consideration. There is White Sands is out there. It's not there, but it's in the area. There's also other bases in the area, things in the sky. You hope to God it's not a cruise missile or something. Why would they be testing a secret plane if it's a secret plane during the daytime? But then again, they do that and try to see if people notice it. And another thing that people were talking when they were chatting about this stuff is like, well, the air traffic controllers and things didn't know what was in there. It wasn't pinging. Well, that kind of is par for the course, you know, as far as if it was something. Um, well, and, and you know, the. He the, the the pilot described it as a cruise missile or a res, resembling a cruise missile. So um, you're talking about a cruise mis- missile that is, you know, it was above them. Uh, you have to imagine a few thousand feet at least. So you're talking about a cruise missile at 40,000 feet plus traveling much faster than a jet airliner. Um, yeah, that, which I, I don't know what it is, but it's scary. <laughs> yeah, and there's also weather comes into that, you know, just no matter how inept or adept a person is they can make mistakes in spotting things this one is uh it's who knows you know i'd love to say oh man there's proof but all it is is proof that something's flying around out there and maybe they need to get a grasp on what it is this is the interesting thing to me that the sightings that we you know you know what has died down a lot are the sightings that people get blurry photos of Right. The the classic it's nighttime and, you know, I've got my Polaroid and uh, and oh, it looks just like the uh, the saucer from my from my kitchen. You know, Um, we don't get a lot of those. But what we have gotten a a lot of lately, and I'd say more than in the past, even are reputable pilots and and other people flying around in the air, seeing very similar things. These are these are craft that move like they are defying the laws of physics. Now, that's. Not necessarily the case here. Um, yeah, no, but, but it was but moving. Yeah, still, we we yeah. don't because we didn't. They didn't get a chance to observe it uh, stop or, or or move or whatever. It was just going fast. Um, and they're all they all tend to be uh, cylindrical in shape. So we are seeing a kind of um, a, a, a uniformity to the to the more more recent uh, sightings, going all the way back to you know David Fravor and the Tic Tac and all that. So it it makes me wonder. Well, one, if it, let's just say it's aliens, then, you know, I mean, we have a very specific breed of alien that, you know, that has like, this is their, (laughs) this is their Toyota. um, uh, This is their, this is their Honda, you know, there's a lot of them. Uh, uh, Or, you know, there is a very specific type of plane that's been tested by a, uh, in a not so secret fashion by the U.S. government over the last decade or so. Yeah. And I mean, I think you look at stuff like that and. To me, the thing that probably makes the most sense, of course, is no robot. 
Yep, that's what I think. <laughs> I think that's the uh, that's the move along button. I think Wrap he's up, telling B. us to talk about a much different UFO, Brent. Oh yeah. Well, we teased in the beginning, John. We're talking about Apollo. The Apollo mission. Not Apollo Creed yeah. this time. Yeah, really, when I say Apollo, I'm sure the one thing that does come to mind is Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers should always be on your mind. That's the way I live my life, and that's the way you should live your life. And there's one good reason for that. He's a badass. It's true. Period. It's true. And he's in The Mandalorian. But let's not forget uh, that- Hey, also, he's still in The Mandalorian. He didn't say stupid shit. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, but let's not forget that NASA comes in second for the most notable use of the name Apollo uh, ever, ever. Those are the only two things that have ever been named Apollo that mattered. I just want to let you know right now. Nothing else <laughs> has ever been called Apollo that mattered uh, uh, for their multiple moon missions or or lunar, uh, uh, not just to go to, to the moon, but everything doing to the moon. They called those the Apollos. Back in the day, NASA director of space flight development, Abe Silverstein, that's a fucking name and a half right there. Uh, he proposed the name Apollo for the first crewed Didn't US mission. Didn't he write kids' books? Oh, no, wait, that's Shell yeah. Silverstein. Never mind. Uh, he proposed the name Apollo for the first crewed U.S. mission to the moon after reading through a mythology book. Uh, he said an image of Apollo riding his chariot across the sun inspired him because it matched the ambition of the program. I dig that. That's kind of a cool little uh, snippet or, or, or throwback there. Now, sure. we're not here to go through the missions one by one and break that down. That's Tom Hanks in Hollywood. <laughs> they do that shit for us. We're here to talk the scrapped missions, or well, more importantly, John, the missions never a straight answer wants you to believe we're scrapped. Uh, you know, sure, you could listen to the official reports and believe the hogwash, or you should listen to our accounts from unsubstantiated blog pages and Angel Fire websites and take it as the gospel. Well, if you've been listening to this program for any amount of time, you know that that's how we roll. So uh, I think that sounds good. Sounds good? Great. Let's get going. <laughs> so the missions. <laughs> Um, just a, a quick run through. So the Apollo program was designed to land humans on the moon and bring them back to Earth. So officially, wink, 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 nudge, six of the missions, Apollo, uh, Apollo's 11, 12, 14, 15, 16, and 17 achieved this goal. Apollo 7 and 9 were Earth-orbiting missions to test the command and the lunar modules and did not return lunar data. They were just, you know, testing stuff. Then you got Apollo's yeah. 8 and 10. They tested a bunch of different components while orbiting the moon and returned photography of the lunar surface. That's where we get a lot of those photos. And don't forget Apollo 13, uh, speaking of Tom Hanks, yeah. that did not land on the moon uh, due to a pretty major malfunction. Uh, uh, but they did they did return photographs. Yeah, right. So they, they tell us the six missions that land on the moon returned a ton of scientific data, a ton of lunar rock samples. Uh, experiments including soil mechanics, meteoroids, seismic heat flows, lunar aging, and magnetic fields, and solar experiments, and yada, yada, yada. Oh, and uh, moon mice. Don't forget moon mice. Yes, yes. Well, and then the moon mice turned out to be colored in, covered in moon mites, and it was a whole thing. It's a problem. Some say we learned much, much more. You know, you see how I threw in too much is there? That's a lot I, of much. I, I, it, it's it's eh. that's when you know Brent's serious when Meat there's too muches and potatoes time for this week. Those playing along at home notice that the mission stopped at seventeen. 
That's just what they want the sheeple to think. I'm telling you right now, I'm calling it. Officially, now this is official, they were planned Apollo 18, 19, and 20 missions. Yeah, those were real missions that were planned, and they even knew what they'd be doing on each mission. They had plans for each. Um, Apollo uh, Apollo 18 uh, was going to go to the Copernicus crater. Uh, Apollo 19 to Hadley Ryle. And Apollo 20 to the Tycho crater. Yeah, that was the Surveyor Seven site. So yeah, they're they 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 were planned. Yeah, and they and they were canceled uh, yeah. for various various reasons, and eventually the Apollo program was canceled for various reasons. Yeah, bullshit. We are pretending this week that that never happened. You mean our research proves they did? That's right. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> clarifying. Oh, uh, man. And the reason that we don't know, well, we know, we know because we read the, the correct websites, but the reason the sheeple out there don't know is they were classified. They were classified because the shit they found is going to blow your Aunt Connie socks off. Just the way it goes. <laughs> Fucking A, man. So what did they find on the moon? Who were we working with? And... Chicks on the moon? Sign me up, man. That's all coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips you need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25 rows, that's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. Eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Oh my, that's a lot. That's a lot of lunar missions to go uh, unnoticed by us because of it's true reasons. Uh, now you're asking, well, how do we know about this stuff? Well, eyewitness testimony. We has it and shit in spades. Well, don't forget also. That we, I mean, we even have YouTube videos. That's true, and that is the pillar of knowledge it, in the 21st century. So, as we stated. 
the last three Apollo missions, 18, 19, 20, were canceled in 1970, according to old Never a Straight Answer. <laughs> Not so fast, though. Inner one, William Rutledge. Yeah, so William says that uh, that there were three additional missions that actually did take place, partially in secret. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he happened to be on, on Apollo 20. Yeah, um, you know, first-hand accounts. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, at the time of coming forward, he claimed to be uh, a 76-year-old former Navy test pilot and astronaut who then moved to Rwanda. Mm, I summer in Rwanda myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, he was a big presence on YouTube, posting under the uh, the username Retired AFB. Now, if you're in the UFO game in the early days of YouTube, um, he was someone that was pretty popular. This these things were getting passed around a lot. We're talking like 2007, 2008, so a couple years after it started, and. YouTube was such a new thing, and these things were coming out, and people were just gobbling up, and then they just disappeared, you know, and he moved around and moved his stuff around, and we'll get into that, but it really was one of those things, almost like the autopsy video and all these other things that just became like this huge wave when it came out. They have been reposted, though. You certainly can find them on YouTube. Yeah, you're going to have to do some digging. Sadly, all but one video is gone from his site, uh, or his his YouTube. Uh, His We're going to have a a link in the show notes to his page, so you can just see that. And he's got a a comment posted still to, um, if you go to his YouTube channel, you know, they have the the comment section, not on the video, but actually on the, the channel itself. He says, I have too many problems with YouTube who never answers my questions. The new videos will be online on another site. Then he spells it out. 3xw.reaver.com. It's all spelled out weird. They're already there, and the new one's the most important soon. And that site's gone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there, there's a, if you want to find uh, the videos, there's a user you can search for on YouTube, Crocenera, uh, C-R-O-C-E-N-E-R-A-9. Um, and Crocenera has uh has the purported videos yeah. um it, you, you have to look about it go back about a decade uh yeah. about 10 years ago and the i i'm going to include in the notes too so you can see it there is a snapshot from the wayback machine of the links to his his page the rever reaver however you want to say it um and you can see all the videos that he did have on there and the things he said now you can't play the videos there but you can match them up with the, the other places just so you can kind of see what was going on anyway even if gone, there's all kinds of details online about the the what went on, like we said, the videos of the supposed uh, 18, 19, and 20 missions uh, supplied by William Rutledge and others. So uh, Rutledge's videos, like I said, they started to show up in 2007, and they show what appear to be a NASA mission briefings and technical overviews related to these missions. Because I don't know if you know this or not, they just let you do that shit, keep the copies of it, and take it's it true. with you and do whatever you want with it. No, none of that None of that is for eyes only or yeah. anything like that. He also posted a variety of other information. Like, we're talking pictures, documents, things like that. You know, he was shoving up the old prison wallet or something and getting them out. But now the weird claims. So these this has been the normal stuff so far. <laughs> We're, we're, we're firing. Why, is it, why do you go straight to prison wallet? I mean, there, there's so many other ways to to sneak something, to secret something out of a building. You go straight there, though. I keister it all the time. You know, Lisa's like, Where, <laughs> hey, where's your keys? <laughs> Give me a second. 
<laughs> it's your go-to. All right, I, oh I man! Now, if you got to live with these robots, if you got something you want kept, you got to hide it. <laughs> not food. Groups, I just though. hope it's not bottles of vodka that right. you're keeping. So, like I said, we're going to get into the weird stuff now. That the, everything we've set up to now, totally plausible. It's normal. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, and uh, Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's right. Pepperidge so, Farm does. So remember. he actually has claims about the Apollo missions we know did happen. Uh, going back to Apollo 15, yeah, he says that uh, Apollo 15 orbited the moon in the summer of 71 and picked up strange images of what appeared to be a large, almost cylindrical shaped oh. craft. Oh, yeah. Ooh, almost like we brought that up in the beginning for some reason. For a reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lodged in a crater on the far side or the dark side of the moon. Now, that is worth noting of how often we do get reports of cylindrical or, or cigar-shaped craft. A lot. We really do. That It kind of seems to be the, the shape or the flavor of the month right now. Um, the month is uh, of, uh, like you said, the the Hondas that they're driving are all, all yeah, the Yeah, like the, exactly. It, exactly. And, and he also said, uh, and to be clear, he was saying that the cylindrical uh, object was an alien spacecraft. He said it was about four kilometers long. Four kilometers long. That is 2.5 miles. You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. The most <laughs> accurate use of that drop ever. It's very true. 2.5 miles uh, is a fucking craft, man. I mean, like, you're talking... Okay, I, I'm not a Star Wars aficionado, so Star Wars aficionados... I chime in, but like I'm thinking, like Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, really, like I have no like idea. The huge Empire ships are bigger than that, or, or aren't that big? I mean, I don't know. Well, oh, the Super Star Destroyer has to be how long? I'm turning to Google. Is a Star Destroyer five thousand two hundred and forty nine feet? So just just under a mile, only one mile. Yeah, so. How long is a super? Oh my god! Uh, then a super star destroyer is sixty two thousand three hundred thirty six feet. So like twelve miles. Yeah, like so big difference. <laughs> big 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 difference. Super is appropriate. So in other words, what we found on the moon was a medium super. Yeah. So get right. So bringing it back home, Apollo fifteen. They're flying around the moon. They take them photos. They look at one of the photos and they see this thing. And then there is a crashed ship. So he claims that after Apollo seventeen, which was the last official NASA you know, lunar Apollo mission, NASA teamed up with none other than the Ruskies to complete these th- these three secret missions. Because we weren't the only ones with eyes up in the sky seeing what's going on. The no shit reason to complete a detailed survey of the alien craft. Ah, I mean, we got to do it. We we need to do it with them. This already this the story already makes a ton of sense because who is the first country that we would look to um, go arm in arm with into the stars? Of course, Russia. Well, they're, at the they're, time. they're the only ones that had their shit together back then. And if you watch these videos, they've even got the fucking patches, which are like half Russian, half American. Oh, yeah. One of the one of the patches it, in the in the capsule. It's uh, it's like the uh, the joint venture between the U.S. I want to be the, the top secret majestic level eyes only Photoshop guy for the United States. All right. Well, and Troy, also, by the way, if you go. are doing something that top secret, of course, you create a bunch of promotional material, like co-branded everything. arm patches. Yeah. <laughs> 
we're firing all cylinders, John. It's it's just coming together. And now, sadly, they probably do do that because <laughs> they got patches for everything. So I don't know. We'll see. So I know we're talking about that was 17 and 18 and 19, blah, blah, blah. We're focusing on Apollo 20 here because it's the juicy stuff. It's the one that said of taking place where all the, the, the great information we're going to be telling you about. So we're, we're diving in deep in Apollo 20. And as we said, our, our astronaut turned informant, William Rutledge, claims that he was one of the members of this crew. And he was along for the ride with U.S. astronaut Leona Snyder and Russian cosmonaut Alexei Leonov. So he wasn't alone, of course. And he says that this is crazy. He says their Saturn V rocket departed in secret in 1976 from the Vandenberg military base in California and reached the far side of the moon. Now, we're going to get onto that later. That's an important part of this. Where it took off from, right? And this is where the photographic reconnaissance performed by Apollo 15 had discovered the giant spaceship. And he claimed evidence of this alien vehicle was said to be visible even in public photos um, of the moon. For example, there's details in NASA photo, and I'm going to have a link to this as well. AS15-P-9625. You can put this in. You can look it up. We have a link in the show notes. And the alleged, if you if you pull that photo up, the spaceship is the elongated, it's kind of sunlit object. It's on the right side center of the photo. It's surrounded by some shadow. Uh, it There is something in there. You'll see it. Um, and, uh, you, you know, it looks like something on the moon. If you're looking and you're that's what you're looking for. And come on, along with those patches, we, we all know if a highly secret joint U.S. and USSR mission to find said ship is to take place, by all means, they release those fucking photos to the public. That's just what you do. Trickle feed us and whatnot, man. You feed the well, little baby you, you, birds. Well, first you create up. patches and then you release the photos. Right, right. So so they're looking for this. He's talking about this. You're, you you got to think everyone's rolling their eyes. But, oh, no, like we said, there's fucking photo. John and I saw. We saw the goddamn mission patches and everything. There's video, man. There's video. There is of so much this. more. There's so much more proof uh, that we will get to when we come back. What does that video actually show? Can we believe Other any than of it? sex. Other than <laughs> sex. It does have titties. And w- Spoiler alert. There's titties in the video. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> and probably most importantly, why does Seabot suck so bad? Yeah, yeah. All of that next on the exciting conclusion to this week's Hysteria 51. I made a promise right before we went. Chicks on the moon with titties out. Sometimes you just got to have your titties out. You know what I mean? No, I don't. You lost me. Billy Boy Rutledge delivers on titties. <laughs> well, and that's astronaut <laughs> William Rutledge. Thank you very much. Yeah. Don't, don't address um, him common ever again. The videos uh, that he had posted aren't under his profile anymore, but yeah. there are plenty of videos of the supposed Apollo mission, as we mentioned, on YouTube. Yeah, and transcripts of it galore. Some of that is what we're going to share the details on from the the mission and what was quote-unquote found. So buckle up, here we go. And if you're thinking to yourself, I've never heard of this guy. Like, how did he get involved? Well, he says... 
NASA didn't employ me. The United States Air Force did. This is quotes. We're going to have quotes galore in this part from him. So, like I said, buckle up. I'd worked on the study of foreign technology, Russian only. Studied about the N1 project, Ajax plane project, and the MiG Fox Bat 25. I had some skills for using computer navigation and was a volunteer for the MLL Gemini project. USAF later recalled that I had been chosen for Apollo 20 because I was one of the rare pilots who didn't believe in God and has since changed since 1990, but it was a criterion in 1976, and it was not the status of the NASA astronauts. Not believing in God made the difference, that's all. Well, there you go. When you look at the um, the job postings for astronauts, I mean, it's clear as day, atheist or don't apply. <laughs> Well, I think this interview is done. (laughs) (laughs) He goes on to say, I don't know how, but the Soviets were informed of the presence of a ship on the far side. Now, of course, they're going to let them know all this shit that they're going to keep from them. We're not going to tell you this shit. (laughs) So Luna 15 crashed just south of the nose of the alien ship. It was a probe similar to the Ranger or Lunar Orbiter. They provided maps, precise charts of the area. The center of decision was located in the Urals in the town of Sverdlovsk, I believe is how you say that. I'm just I'm just telling this sure. is just a this is just a quote. Chief of program was Professor Valentin Alexiev, who later became president of the Ural Academy of Sciences. Alexei Lenovi, Soviet cosmonaut, was primarily chosen because of his popularity in the staff of the leading Communist Party, and secondly, because he was an Apollo Soyuz. So there you have it. That's how they got picked. And he goes on to break down the mission. Here we go. At first, there's tons of seemingly believable details. So that is the part that a lot of people kind of latch on to. Uh, the, the people not as smart as the Brent Hands of the world. Tech details. And stuff oh, like that. yeah. 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 And, yeah. and and you got to like wade through that before you get to the, you know, through the jargon to get to the good stuff. Uh, he says they took off for the moon and landed on the far side, close to the crater. And remember that this thing sitting in the crater is two and a half miles or four kilometers long. Surprise, surprise. It's not alone. There's a second ship, much smaller, and an abandoned fucking city on the far side of the moon. He said the moon city was named on Earth and referred to as Station One, but it appeared to be really just space garbage full of scrap, gold parts, and only one construction seemed intact. We named it the Cathedral. He said we took shots of of pieces of metal and every part bearing calligraphy exposed to the sun. The city seemed to be as old as the ship, but it was a very tiny place. In the rover video, the telephoto lens makes uh, the artifacts seem bigger. It was small. Now, that's the meh. The ship is the prize and the next destination. They saw a city on the moon. They're like, fuck this shit. Give me to the ship. Uh, now, ship of ships, there's two of them. Yeah, he went on to say, we went inside the big spaceship, also into it. A triangular one. The major conclusions of the exploration were it was a mothership, very old, that crossed the universe at least a billion years ago. Because science, I'm sure. That's how they figured that out. Yeah, yeah. They took one look and obviously with the layer of dust that was on like the... The wall, it, it obviously had been there a billion years. Right, that, that's right. just, you know, it's like child, that's like kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he went on to say, uh, there were many signs of biology inside. Old remains of vegetation in a motor section. Because, again, vegetation would still be there after a billion years. Yeah. Um, 
special triangular rocks that emitted tears of a yellow liquid with special properties and, of course, signs of extrasolar creatures. We found remains of little bodies, only four inches long, that lived and died in a network of glass tubes all along the ship. Hey, P.S., they're called hamsters. (laughs) Anyway, um, but the major discovery was that of two humanoid bodies, one intact. Hot damn, what fucking luck. A billion years and still has meat. That's gross. Anyway. (laughs) But a good point. I mean, a, a valid point. So... They named the girl, and I'm saying girl because it looked like a girl, though the body that was still intact, Mona Lisa, which should be a crime against humanity, missing the opportunity to name her Mona Lisa, but that's a discussion for another day. Anyway, they said she was in a state of suspended animation, not alive or dead, whatever the fuck that means. That is also what happens when you live in Delaware. Noted. Um, also, I would just like to point out that whereas most of us go through our boring days worrying about silly things like disease, war, poverty, the things that keep Brent up at night, they called it Mona Lisa. Why the hell wouldn't they call it Mona Lisa? It's a better joke. It's so on the nose. Man, I tell you. Uh, I'm just, I, uh, as as a man uh, who had a much better voice than me once said, I'm just happy you're out there taking it easy for the rest of us sinners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he went on to say, Brent, I don't remember who named the girl, no. the, uh, Leonov or me, um, but the intact EBE uh, or extraterrestrial biological entity was humanoid, female, 165 centimeters, uh, uh, five foot, uh, five inches for the rest of us, uh, genitalized, that's an interesting way to say it, mm-hmm. uh, haired, six fingers, um, that's why we guess their mathematics are based on 12, yeah. <laughs> uh, pilot, uh, piloting device fixed to fingers and eyes, no clothes. Titties! We had to cut... <laughs> I promise titties. If anyone was missing that, there it is. We we had to cut two cables connected to the nose. Uh, What do these do? I don't know who needs them. Cut them. (laughs) No nostrils. Uh, uh, Leonov removed the eye device. Uh, uh, Concentrations of blood or biological liquid erupted and froze from the mouth, nose, eyes, and some parts of the body. Other parts were in unusually good condition. Like the hair and the skin was protected by a thin transparent film. As we told Mission Control, condition seemed not dead, not alive. We had no medical background or experience, but <laughs> Leonov said, I devised a test. We fixed our we, we took a mirror and put it under her nose. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we, we fixed our bioequipment on the EBE and telemetry received by Mission Control meds uh, was positive. And that's another story. He literally says, but that's another story, because I can't think (laughs) of how to fucking make that up at the moment. Now, this wasn't the only one. They said they found another body and it was dead. Uh, But they brought the head on board because fuck space flu or whatever uh, is going on. They said it was blue, gray in color. Now, that makes me wonder if it was a Venusian who's just losing its its color over time. It wasn't that that crazy purple. Uh, They asked him the common sense sensical fucking question what happened to mona lisa or Mona lisa she's on earth she's not dead <laughs> <laughs> so yeah city and ships and and peeps on the moon 
Uh, you go to space expecting to see space and you see titties. That's my big takeaway. There are so many examples in life where where criminals who you know get on the stand. That's why a lot of attorneys don't let their own clients get on the stand because they actually get up there and indict themselves. You know, they say the wrong thing. They're idiots. They're they're guilty. Um, the, you know, basically, I kind of believed your story until you started talking. Yeah, and boy, that that rings true here. Well, I, I want to <laughs> say this. We said it was a timely topic because there's this cylindrical craft, cigar-shaped, stuff like that. That's not the only reason. It's also a timely topic because she looks, Mona Lisa, looks to have a bump or maybe even a jewel in her forehead or on her forehead. And I know you probably think, you know, like, Bendy from Hindu Beliefs, but my mind goes to little Uzi Vert's $24 million brain diamond that's been in the news. And I'm telling you, he's not on this planet. Have you seen this? The guy I have a, seen that. You have, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the picture. Uh, I it's uh, it's something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one way to spend twenty four million dollars. No way we can poke holes in this airtight story with shit like that going around on Earth. Nope. Well, let's try anyway. Does that sound like a plan, John? Do you think we? Can- I, do, I think I think we could give it a give it a whirl. So, in the notes, there is a video of an interview with a French artist named Theory Theory Speff. I'm not sure. How to say his name? I was wondering if that was like a, a weird, a weird way to say Terry. Well, he's Thierry? he's French, so I believe it's pronounced baguette. Uh, I think. <laughs> anyway, he is the smoking Sorry, gun French of this whole story. So, before we get to that, so keep Mister Speth in, in your mind. Many, many, many UFO researchers have investigated religious story and have shown that is just a well orchestrated hoax made by Speth, who has stated that he made the video, and it is a hoax. So he even shows in the video the Mona Lisa prop, (laughs) the head that he used in this video. But let's not let that get in the way of our story. Let's tell some Okay, just for those of you that are keeping score at home, we're saying that there are videos that Rutledge claims come from the moon, uh, of which he was an astronaut on uh, finding this body, finding that city, and finding this craft. There is a French filmmaker who's like, yeah, no, no, we yeah, we made that in a basement. Yeah, these and, are all mine. Uh, here's here's actually the doll we used for yeah, the uh, the, the Mona Lisa. Here's the fucking head, and and yeah. yeah, yeah. So before we just dive into that, there's some issues. The lunar module footage shows that people are actually superimposed poorly. You can tell that it's it's been done. There's people that have taken the videos and showed that this has been superimposed and this is superimposed. But what about the crown jewel, the body? Well, like you said, the, the supposed corpse turns up in one of the of uh, Speth's sculptures, and it's it's thing that he's talked about in other works other than just this. And the image of the alleged <laughs> city shown on one of the Apollo 20 videos was copied from page uh, 25 of Bruce Pennington's book, I think it's Escutus, Future Prophecies from Nostradamus' Ancient Writings. Oops, he pulled a Billy Meyer. <laughs> he just took some pictures uh. out of a fucking book and put them in there. And other people are like, no, <laughs> nope, that's real. No, that's a pterodactyl. That's literally from <laughs> insert movie, like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brent, you were talking about um, various parts of the video were done poorly and superimposed poorly. One of the things I noticed in watching the video, the, the craft itself, it looks like they either wanted to make the craft the same color as the moon so it looked more authentic or they wanted to make it seem as if like space dust had settled uh, over the billion years because 
basically moon craters are kind of superimposed on the top of the alleged craft. And it makes it it's really disconcerting when you're looking at it. You're like, that's obviously fake. They're just trying to make it look old and weird. And it, it does a very like I it would have been more believable if they would have left the craft and not added that extra True. feature on top. Also, on top of that moon crater was your first AOL instant messenger aim, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> it was crater moon. Oh, shit. So I was a uh, I was in a uh, Sailor Moon uh, fan fiction, uh, <laughs> but forum. where they but they all have bad acne. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's the other smoking gun besides the guy saying uh, I made this all up. It's all fucking fake. <laughs> if you need more, yeah. Uh, how did a giant ass Saturn V rocket leave California? No one noticed. You tend to notice when those Apollo ships were shooting off into the fucking sky. Also, they said. Launching from Vandenberg on the west coast of the United States instead of Cape Canaveral on the east coast would have brought up all sorts of fucking trajectory problems because fucking science. It just works out that way. But I'm not, you don't just have to take our fucking word for it because they asked scientists, they being the people that investigated this, if launching eastward as in real flights, if what that would would have happened and if you look at uh if i mean if you can i just heard elon musk talking the other day about this um when there are launch windows for anywhere you want to go because of where we are um circling uh, the uh, the sun and where your target is that you have to launch from certain geographies to go in certain directions at certain times there are only there's only like six months every two years that you can um uh, take off to go to Mars, for instance. Right, That's and what you I also Elon have to saying. realize that you have to go one direction because the Earth is spinning. So if they launched eastward, as in what real flights do, the massive first-stage rockets would have fallen back onto the U.S. mainland. That would have caused massive injury, damage, killed people. It also would have been easily spotted because flying debris crushing <laughs> people. Uh, instead of plumbing in, in the Atlantic Ocean like they always did because they did it as far as close to the water as they could because they have to go that way. Now, if they launched westward over the Pacific, that has all its own problems because it would be subjected to the huge speed penalty. What I mean by that is they these orbiting rockets, they lift off along west-east trajectory in order to take advantage of the speed boost of the Earth's rotation. We're rotating like 1,000 miles an hour, 910 miles an hour, roughly. That's 1,470 kilometers at the latitude of the Kennedy Space Center. An east-to-west launch you would get you'd lose all that velocity that you pick up and you would have to accelerate against earth's own motion blah 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 who gives a shit it doesn't work out that's all a lie what about the alien craft that's where we does getting. not compute well poop so the high resolution original photos show that it's just an elongated depression of the lunar surface uh it appears uh, a smooth artificial looking shape is just an artifact of low quality copies like when you make a copy of a copy and then it almost mm-hmm. looks like something else. And and they're used by a lot of UFO people in the past to fake things. And they call them hoax perpetrators that you see that used a lot. The illusion of this shape vanishes when you actually look up the high quality photos and you notice that it's it's not actually a craft. But, but, facts be damned, people get very, very very upset and my favorite part of this was i'm watching the interview with speth the the frenchman who had done this and it like you said johnny he showed the he showed mona lisa and and you know he talked about how he made all the parts of it 
My favorite was some of the comments in the interview with him. I wanted to read some of my favorite ones real quick. First one, how do we know this is not a cover-up of the truth? When you let the genie out of the bottle, it's not so easy to put it back. Most people went to this video to find out more about Mona Lisa, only be told the whole thing is a hoax, question mark, question mark, question mark. So the next one, so where's the video of him making her? He's just another scammer. <laughs> the next one, <laughs> he's got her, but you know he doesn't show him making her. And when you see this thing in the video, you go, "Well, that's a horrible paper mache mannequin looking motherfucker." Yeah, I mean, even in the even in the grainy low quality footage that they made purposely low quality to to kind of hide all of the problems with it, it doesn't look real. Yeah, it doesn't look real in any way, shape, or right. form. Uh, next one, this is just trying to take away from the fact there's something on the backside of the moon, and the original pictures show it. AS115-P-9625 and AS15-P-9630. Don't get sidetracked by the make-believers. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Honestly, I don't buy uh, theories or Spath or however you say his name's story. I think the Apollo 20 videos are real. The Mona Lisa mask he held up in the original is too big, much bigger than the face on the Face in the footages, the face is even smaller in the hand of the astronaut. The hair detail's all wrong. It looks like a 3D printed mask based on the video. He also says he picked the name William Rutledge from a spam sender's name because he didn't want to use real names for fiction. But then he says he picked the other two astronaut names based on a web search of real astronaut. Outright (laughs) self-contradictory. Of all of the contradictory things in this story, that is just not the one that jumps out to me. And then my last one. It's very funny that people deemed evidence that he really made her because he shows the mask on the video and yet everyone accuses him of being part of NASA's cover-up. I bet even if he showed a video of all the props in the process of making them, people would still think he's just making fake props to cover up the story. Nothing can beat denial and absurdity. (laughs) There are a lot of those too, but it just, it surprised me how many people are like, nope, I believe the story truth be damned yeah and even when science comes in and says well these things aren't real this isn't real this couldn't be it this couldn't be it nope 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 people go well i don't care because i want to believe and that's a hell of a drug yeah yeah it doesn't hurt also that it doesn't it's still it doesn't feel like it makes sense like just on the surface on its face that we went to the moon so many times that we just stopped. It's almost as if you've been doing too much science. <laughs> too much science? Is that possible? <laughs> it is. It is. Not, it is not possible. <laughs> so people don't don't like that. It doesn't fit the narrative. We should continue to exploring. Uh-huh. So when you give them an alternative path to go down, uh, they are all for it. And, and this is certainly an alternative path. Yeah, you know, it is. Um, uh, when you want to believe something, you don't let evidence get in your way. For better or worse, there's times when that can be a good thing. There's times it can be a bad thing. Is this hurting anyone? Probably not. But damn, it's crazy. It's like, I want to believe that it's healthy for me to eat bacon and cheese all day. It's, the, it's a, you know, paleo. That's it. It's paleo. I'm a, like, I just know that my, I just know that my, uh, my insides would not agree. I don't know, man. <laughs> I fire up my vagina candle. I eat some bacon and cheese. And uh, I don't know what else crazy shit does. Who's that woman that sells her vagina candle? Uh, well, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow sells yeah. uh, through Goop. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I drink her shake that she has every morning that costs like $900 to buy all the ingredients to make it. You know, 
it's got to be good for somebody. Although, do you think Gwyneth Paltrow is actually sitting there down in a couple pounds of bacon each morning and a block of cheese? I mean, she's so fat. What is she, about 96 pounds soaking wet? Yeah, maybe 97 <laughs> soaking wet. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the story of the Apollo missions that actually happened that they don't want you to know. I just ask that if anyone ever brings this up at your next dinner party, you go, um, I prefer <laughs> to call it Moona Lisa. Uh, I know this yes, gets brought yes. up. That's why we, we, we brought this up. We want to do this topic is it gets brought up at dinner parties for John and I all the time. Virtual dinner parties, of Not course. a brisk goes by that someone isn't talking Not about Not a brisk. This. <laughs> <laughs> I was just at a baby naming. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, every little party, now let's chop the end off this penis and talk some aliens. Here we go. Let's get going. <laughs> You know, <laughs> nation, we want to know what you think about Brisses and about Apollo 20. We want to know why we're wrong and it's true. That's what we want to hear. Make it up. Make up your best excuse. That's what we want you to tell us this week. Or if you find more funny shit on those videos that we didn't highlight, uh, uh, hit us with that, too. <laughs> Just go to our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just hop on Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Also, Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That is our facebook page patreon patreon.com slash hysteria 51 you can find up all nights and lots of extra content and mad blurry hysterias and all sorts of shenanigans we had someone just pay they're picking their own topic john that's exciting that one's coming up so i think we're gonna do sleep paralysis Oh, that's coming up. Cool. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And if you guys want to know how you can do that, just hop on. Like I said, Patreon and search Hysteria 51. Voicemail 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. Tweet to us at Hysteria 51 pod. Let's get that going. We'd love to hear more from you on Twitter. Uh, This week I was told that my voice is mind numbing and they hate it. So if you want to well, tell me things like that. Listen, I didn't realize that you would respond to my tweet. I, well, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm that kind of guy. I'm here for you. I'm here for the people. Uh, uh, yeah, speaking of, you can tweet at us individually and directly. He is at the Brent Hand. I am at GoFoLite1, G-O-F-O-L-I-T-E, the number one. And we'll probably reply to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a strong possibility. Uh, if I had a eight ball, it would say, what is it? Signs point to yes. <laughs> I actually bought myself a little eight ball. For if you had here. an eight ball, I think the top of your head would pop off. I, <laughs> I bought an eight ball. It's one of the little ones and it, it's always sitting next to me, but I can never read whatever. Like I'm so old. I can't see shit. I can never read what it says. <laughs> God, no. I'm like the last, the, the guy that <laughs> the last person on earth with all the books and I break, break my glasses. no. <laughs> It told you six months ago that we're, the world was going to end, and you're just sitting here, la di da. Well, no, oh well, mm. I, I'm the idiot. Oh, you can I love when you hand so someone you an eight ball, and they don't know how to use it. Like you just ask it a question. What's what's my birthday? Like that's not how it works. <laughs> Have you ever used an eight ball before? <laughs> and not that kind of eight ball. Calm down. <laughs> Whenever somebody hands me an eight ball, I say no, no, sir. I'm not looking to go to jail tonight. <laughs> Unless this is from the far side of the moon, then we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, what other also not only are you guys supposed to tell us this week how we're wrong and and it's all true and make us make up some stories. What other crazy like Mona Lisa type stories are out there? 
we want to hear those ones. You know, like the the Mona Lisa's, the the alien autopsies, the crazy ones that you want us to cover, the the alien interview videos and things like that. What do you want to hear? Let us know. Let us know in any of those outlets, especially Hysteria Nation. And if you forget any of this, Hysteria51.com, Gofopedia.com. They both work. K-O-F-O-P-E-D-I-A.com. Tell a friend. Tell a lover. Tell a criminal. Get them all listening. That's your other homework. Lots of homework this week. We got you doing a lot of stuff. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.